0: Right, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this opportunity of giving me to pour into these young people. Letting them know that because you are enough, we are enough. I pray, Lord, as I speak today, I speak as a man burdened by your gospel, burdened by your love for me, that it overshadows to such a degree that it impacts every young person to want a relationship so deep with you. Holy Spirit, govern this time as I, Do my best to pour into these young people. I thank you, Lord, for this word that you've given me that is mixed in with your providential timing for these young people to grow and to fixate themselves on you in these evil times. And, Lord, I thank you, Lord, for the authority you've given me. Therefore, I'm exercising. I come against every demonic spirit. Anything that may be worn against me, my family, my property, my territory, for me being on war assignment against you. I come against every demonic spirit that's going to try to hinder the hearts of every mind of these young people in here. They will receive the word with fruit evident. And Lord, I turn my attention back to you and I thank you, Lord, that I'm on assignment today to fulfill your word and your purpose. As you am going do, pray. Amen. The scripture for today will be coming from Ephesians. Can someone give me a tissue, please? Ephesians 4. What happened? I know. Ephesians chapter 4. Someone give me a tissue, please. Appreciate you. Ephesians 4, 17 through 24. Now this I say and testify in the Lord that you must no longer walk as the Gentiles do. Ephesians 4, 17 through 24. Appreciate you, sweetheart. Ephesians 4, 17 through 24. Now this I say and testify in the Lord that you must no longer Walk as the Gentiles do in the futility of their minds. For they are darkened in their understanding. Alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them. Due to their hardness of heart. They have become callous and have given themselves up to sensuality. Greedy to practice every kind of impurity. But that is not the way you learn Christ. Again, that is not the way you learn Christ. Verse 22, assuming that you have heard about him and were taught in him. As the truth is in Jesus, to put off your old self which belongs to your former manner of life and is corrupt through deceitfulness desire deceitful desires. And verse 23 and to be renewed in the spirit of your minds and to put on the new self created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. Today's topic or today's title is whatever you feed will lead. Wow. Whatever you feed will lead unfortunately there are some young people in this room who think they are saved but are not saved you are pulling from your mother's faith your father's faith you're pulling from the culture of christianity but you now have pulled or accepted christ as your savior the problem is that many young people are living a dangerous life thinking they are saved but are really not many are living in a culture of christianity but not a true christianity Birthed out of Christ, thus creating a person who is either not saved or not feeding their salvation. These times are too turbulent for us to play games. Too turbulent. And the reason why I'm emotional is because I feel the burden of you. I feel the burden of of a lot of young people out there because a lot of people swear that they are with God, but there's no fruit there. The Bible says, you know, a tree buys what? Fruit oftentimes we overlook the opportunity that we have to self-examine ourselves, to look inside of ourselves to see if we are even of the faith or in the faith. And a lot of you all may not even be in a a mature level state mentally to fully comprehend what comes with salvation. For a lot of y'all, many of y'all probably haven't heard the gospel enough to even be quickened into salvation. Just because you go to an altar... Just because you raised your hand. A lot of people have been emotionally triggered to go to God, but there has never been a life change in them. The right song, the right cadence, the right beat, the right preacher, the right person can quicken an emotional need. But a relationship with God is not just an emotional connection, it's an intellectual one. Do I fully understand why I must be saved? I talked to my students last Friday. I told, I think it was Layla. I said, if, if I took a bullet for her right now, would she ever forget me? What did you say? Because it was so vivid. The issue is we're 2,000 plus years removed from the sacrifice of a god. We didn't see the crucifixion. Let me get very uh, gory with you and get very vivid. What you see in the movies cannot even come close to what happened to him. 39 cattails, 39 tails on a whip. They whipped him in his back 39 times. Each time that it went into his back, it ripped flesh off of him to the point to where you could see his kidneys, see his spine. They ripped him. They didn't just pull a hair off his beard. They ripped his beard, spit on him. They said they beat that man so bad that his own mama couldn't even recognize him. People don't understand the cost of it that he in his omnipotence, it's not omnipotence, but omnipresence, he knew the man that pierced him in his side. He knew the man that put the nail in his head. He knew them from birth. How can someone sit there with such level of capacity of love not to call 2,000 angels down and say, Father, I don't want to do this for them no more. And the issue with a lot of us is that we live as if that price wasn't paid. The cost of salvation did not wasn't a payment because only a God can appease a God. That's why Jesus was fully God and fully man. He had to come in the likeness of man so that we can have a high priest that understands. A high priest says, I know what it's like to be betrayed. I know what it's like to be rejected. I know what it's like to be misused. abused, I know what it's like. So I took your likeness upon me so that you can be like me. The issue is we don't even know the price, the penalty for it. Therefore, none of us have been quick to salvation because we think God is just a cute, cuddly God. Like God is this God that's going to let you love and let you do what you want. We think that we got a God that's going to make us feel all happy and cuddly all the time. We, know we got a God that says, my wrath is being held back on you. There's an old man, an old preacher, I forgot his name, that preached a sermon that says, sinners in the hands of an angry God. God is not someone you play with, fam. It is God's grace and mercy and love that's what's holding his own wrath. See, the first bullet Jesus took, the second bullet, whoever don't accept him will have to take that bullet, and that's forever in hell. The worst part of hell is not the fire, fam. The worst part of hell is not the flames, fam. The worst part of hell is complete Eternal separation from a loving God. The Bible says there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Only people that weep and gnash of teeth are people who are in asylums, People who have been uh, isolated. When they don't have nobody to touch. Nobody to talk to. They, 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 they get nervous. They start weeping and gnashing of teeth because there's no fellowship. And once God is removed out of the picture. And you eternally separate from them. There's no hope. And that's why it comes down to the thing that I want to talk about today is that is there anything in you that's renewed? Because for the Christian, the Christian has two competing capacities or natures that's the old nature and a new nature, old man and new man. And whichever one you feed will lead your life. The issue though, like I said to my students, real recognize real. You can play with your peers. You can play with your friends. They don't know what fruit really look like. But these seasoned saints that's in this school right now, they can tell when there's real fruit. They can tell when there's remorse for sin. They can tell when there's true love for God. They can tell. But the issue is, we don't take time to see if we're telling tales. If we're lying to ourselves. The unbeliever though, or the unauthentic believer has only one capacity, and that's to sin. Let me go back to Christian has two competing capacities: one that wants to persist on sin and sin, and the other that wants to resist to win. There's two natures in you. Those who are genuinely saved, there is something in you that's fighting and warring against you. Paul says, "There's two things fighting in me: one keeping me from doing what I need to do." And every day you've got to be cognizant of saying, which part of me am I feeding? Am I feeding my old man? Am I feeding that one that's supposed to be dead in Christ? Am I feeding the one that's not even supposed to live? Or am I feeding what the Spirit is quickening in me? Let's break down this text for a minute. It says, now this I say and testify in the Lord that you must no longer, that's a command, that you must no longer walk as the Gentiles or the sinners do. In the futility of their minds, meaning their mindsets are simple. Their mindsets is, oh, it's okay to do that. It makes sense to do that. In the futility of their minds, they are darkened in their understanding. Even certain people who profess to be Christians can have a darkened understanding. They think that God is okay with you doing one thing for him and another thing for the world. Look at the last few decisions of your life and ask yourself, which part of you did you feed? Think about the last week and talk about is your spirit man obese or anorexic? When was the last time you fed your spirit man? When was the last time that he ate a meal? She ate a meal. When was the last time they had his field? Because some of us, our flesh is so obese we can barely walk. Some of it, when it comes to our flesh, our human side, our old man, we feed that through our social media feeds. We feed it through our communities. We feed it through all different types of people. And we wonder why we are not healthy enough to win. Because let me tell you something. There's coming a day in this country, if not already, that you ain't going to be able to pull from your mama's salvation. You're not going to be able to pull from that because they are going to be lost in faith. You think your parents strong, fam? We ain't really seen nothing like this to hit this country. We ain't even ready for persecution. China's ready. That, that uh, uh, Hidden church in China, underground church, they ready. The, 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 ch- the Christians right now that's getting killed in Afghanistan, they're ready. We, we, we don't understand that Those who don't understand history will be doomed to repeat it. And if I really am honest with you, a lot of you all don't have the faith to endure. Because... My athletes, if you eat a poor diet and you don't take care of your body, can you make it to the fourth quarter? Are you conditioned enough to be a Christian? Christianity is not just something that, oh, this is fun. We're not supposed to be civilians, fam. We're not supposed to be this, oh, I'm just glad I'm saved. I'm just going to sit here and chill and do the world's way all the days of my life. No, we got to be disciplined. Because what happened when your mama not dead, your daddy not dead, they crying because they lose heart. The Bible talks about that in the last days, people's hearts will fail them because of fear. That's not a metaphor. That's reality. Meaning that people will drop dead because of fear. We're talking about drop dead because their money can't save them. They, their, their friends can't save them. Their job can't save Let me tell you something about how God looked out for me. Right now, yesterday I got an uh, email saying that all CMS employees have to take the shot of be tested weekly. 2 years ago God said he got me. He got me this job. God knows how to take care of you. I don't have to worry about tough decisions when I'm with the one that makes my decisions. I don't have to worry about what's going to happen to my food cuz what I tell him, open up a window and be like, "Father, the same ravens that you fed your boy Elijah with, here's a window to bring him through." And I wanted to be organic, God, please. You know, I don't want no G- I don't make sure my make sure my raven go by whole foods. Just going there crazy, you get crazy birds going in just snatching groceries for your boy. I believe it because my faith has been tried. The issue is many of us have been too sheltered for our faith to be developed enough to endure stuff. You got to examine yourself, and say, OK, what part of me am I feeding? Is it my old man or my new man? Or am I not even saved to the point to where I can't even win beyond my sin? The unbeliever or the unauthentic believer has only one capacity, and that's to sin. That's not to say he or she cannot do good works. But here's her motivation for those works is always tainted by sinfulness. In addition, he or she cannot resist sinning because he or she doesn't have the capacity not to sin. I'm going to do, do a test for every person. Don't even got to answer. When you are faced with the opportunity to sin, is there anything inside it that says don't do it? Think about it. Think about it. Think about it. Be honest. Is there a desire? Let's not even say don't do it because some of us, we have the spirit of God that says don't do it. But do we have the desire not to do it? So when sin comes to my front door, if I have a desire for it that supersedes my desire for God, then fam, something's wrong with me. The true, me- the true uh, test is to see am I- do I have the desire to resist or do I then have the desire to persist? And that's where you got to check your heart. Two questions real quick. I want you going to get some interaction real quick? What are some things that feeds the old man? Let's talk. What are some things that feeds the flesh? That's the new king, the King James, or the old man? What are some things that feeds it? Let's talk. Social media examples so, mean- so, were like um, Instagram is still out. people you want to like that like, or like how do I yeah. yeah. And why do you think they call social media feed? Cuz that's what you feed off of. If you look at your explore page If you look at the main pictures you see That's what you have chosen To eat for that day Socially Look at your friends That's who you choose To eat from socially Look at what you do That's what you've chosen To eat from Whatever Physically Spiritually Emotionally Anybody else What are some other, what are some other things That feeds the old man Besides social media Go ahead Sarah. Being for But still keeping The same old friends Expand um, You could Like just saved Or change your life But if you still have The same friends Then that reminds you of things that you did in the past who cause you to back, black, blue, backslide. That's real, that's real. That's good. Anybody else? One more person. What are some things that feeds that old man? Let me get a middle schooler or someone. That, what are some things that feeds that bad side of you? Let's make it plain for you. That that feeds that side of you that wants to do wrong. What are some things? Expense, what? Right? Like when you just, like, like in school, like, you know, like people, like, they you don't know, have the best intentions. <clears throat> Yeah. An that's good. That's good. Go ahead, bro. Like video games. Video games, expand for me, brother. Like if you can continue playing video games or something, like it will get you taken away from what you want to do and like you can change your focus or something. That's good. All those are great answers. Go ahead. Oh, we, we got everybody talking. Okay, let's talk. Music thing. Expand for me. Um different styles of music, like even like a beat or something could have a certain vibe to it that <clears throat> causes you don't want to do something. Yeah, even Kanye said years ago in an interview, he says there's certain the 808. He said it, he called it some the chakra or something like that that calls the you to want to. Yeah, even XX Tentacion, I think that's the reason why. He, well, it's because he talked about frequencies, how they use frequencies in music. You think it's the word, it's actually the frequency that you can't even hear, you can't even pick up. That's causing you to be diseased. That's causing you to be depressed. Like, it's not just the words, it's the frequency. The devil is a genius at what he does. He knows exactly how to sneak. He's, not a, he's, he's the, the, the most wimpy, simpy person on the planet. Why? Because he always comes through your vulnerability. He never will face you face to face because he knows you made it the image of God. Every time he sees you face to face, he sees God. Therefore, he says, I'm not going to interact with that person face to face. I'm going to try to sneak in some kind of way. And music is one of those ways. Somebody else. Go ahead, swear. Peer pressure, expound for me. Uh, being afraid of what people say about you and people's judgment. Mm, that's good. Hey, Chester, my boy, go ahead. Um, music and watching TV. Yeah, that's good, that's good, that's good. Uh, seeking happiness instead of joy. Mm.
1: So, like, okay, okay, they know
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, You, you come right, you. come on up here. <laughs> Turn the pick. Okay. So, basically, like. If you have, like, a Bible in front of you and your phone, of course, there's, like, happy stuff to do on your phone, apps and all that stuff. But when you focus on joy, then you'll have the, your internal goal in mind, and that's where you get, choose a Bible, basically. That's good, girl. Oh, you're on. not coming back. I'm not coming back. You <laughs> talk, talking. Keep he talking. Hey, listen, I done preached enough. All right, real quickly, we go to what? What are some things that feeds the new man? The new side, the side that God wants you to live in. What are some things that feeds that? The Word. Talk to him. Talk to him. Why the word? How the word? It's okay. It's okay. I believe in you. You got the words to say. Um, and make you, you to a better that's good. That's good. That's good. Chester, go ahead, bro. Um, like a that's yeah. Yeah. A that that's good. That's good. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Go ahead. That's good. That's real. Quest? Your environment. Your environment. Yep. Anybody else? Real quick, because I'm pressed for time. Anybody else? Just say it real quickly. Go ahead. Boldness. Oh. Wholeness. That's good. Boldness. boldness my bad. Boldness, wholeness. <laughs> Talk. Go ahead, sweat. Not just reading the word or meditating on it, but reading it for understanding and for application. That's good. That's good. Now, the real question is, with all that has been said for this, for the new man, how often do you engage that versus the things you engage that hit, that hurt, that uh, helps the old man? Think about that. The enemies do it by design. He says, how can I keep you from praying? How can I keep you from reading? How can I keep you from, from 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 the people that are really trying to walk with God? How can I? Next question is, why is it easy to feed the old man and difficult to feed the new man? Because the stuff with the old man is all around you. That's the new man, Mm. it's it's easier to access the things that have to do with the old man but it takes more discipline to access the stuff we need. That's good. Go ahead Zahra. Uh, I'm just going to say like the old man is like the stuff that we did before we got saved, so it's like really we're well, used to like, it. we used to it. It comes back on it's but that's why it's like I was not speak a point. I mean that's real. Go ahead. Go ahead Zahra. Uh,
1: temptations mm-hmm.
0: because, like old is Easier to just stay where you are like, and run for it. And, um, that's good, that's good. Go ahead, Levi. Um, Yay, it suck. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's not that hard to so just hold the feelings. It takes time to like, just read your Bible. And stuff. It takes time, that's right. Good answer. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Spark. I have this phrase that I say is that in order to have fun, you got to practice the fundamentals. Real fun is in the fundamentals. Like like if if the more fundamental I am with my money, the more fundamental I am in my communication, the more fundamental I am in those basic things, I then have real fun. Real fun is delayed fun, not what's laid before you. Sometimes you have to say, you know what, I got to do what's difficult over and over again so that when I do receive the responsibility of something, I can really then have fun. Out there messing around with a bunch of women, that ain't fun, that's a headache. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I said something in the video, I said I'd rather have peace than a bunch of side pieces. I'd rather have peace in my home than a bunch of side pieces. I don't gotta worry about nobody pulling up and saying where's child support, I don't got to worry about pulling up someone says you know what I know him I knew him last night I don't need that kind of headache Real fun is saying let me do what I can to receive the blessings and the benefits of a wife The blessings and the benefits of wealth The blessings and the benefits of things that actually matter All them hours you spend on social media you ain't fed your spirit All that time, think about it. Look at your last, what was last, uh, at the end of the week where they talk about how many hours you spent on your phone. I wish there was like a spiritual notification that popped up in your spirit and said, you only spent three minutes with me though. When you compare the times, then there's real change. There's real change when you compare the two. You ain't gonna stand before a little baby. You ain't gonna stand before all them people that you look up to. You're not gonna stand before none of them. You're going to stand before the living, consuming fire who is God. And we're going to push him away like he ain't worth your time. You better get your mind right, family. You better get it right because there's going to come a day where we all got to stand face to face to God by ourselves. Mama can't be like, no, but God, but God, no, no, no. He was, no, Mama can't say a word. Daddy can't say a word about me. All I got to do is say, nothing because that final judgment is it you can't cry and plead to God scratching the floors of them gold floors scratching the floors talking about don't take me there it's a wrap fam this is the seriousness of life and Jesus was about his father's business at what age who's the youngest person here what's the what's the age no excuses no excuses because what you allow to feed will lead and then it will determine what you feed. Which kingdom are you feeding right now? Every day I got to ask me, am I feeding the kingdom of God? Am I advancing it? Or am I feeding this beast, this world system? Now, how to starve the flesh, and I'm done after these few points. How to starve the flesh and feed your spirit. I got to give you all some practical points. Of course, I spelled the word starve. How to starve your flesh and feed your spirit. And we're going to talk about the spirit diet. S, get saved. <laughs> you, could, you can't just think you say that. That's, that's too dangerous. That's too dangerous to think you saved. I think I'm saved. No, fam, I know I'm saved. I don't know about y'all. I know I am. My eternal security, my eternity is secured. I ain't moving. If I die today, which I'm not, I know where my home is. If you were to die today, are you for sure? Do you have enough evidence in your own life to say, hey, I fellowship with you every day, God. This awkwardness occurs when you are face to face with someone that you think or thought was your friend. It's going to be awkward for a lot of people to stand before God thinking they were friends of his. But he says, many in day are going to say, Lord, Lord, have I not cast out demons? Have I not done all these great things? And what is Jesus is going to say, depart from me. I never knew you, you worker of iniquity. You got to get saved, fam. You got to you know that you know that you know that you know that you know. I don't care if a black Hebrew Israelite. I don't care if an atheist. I don't care if a, a fake Christian come around. You be like, fam, I know in whom I believe. So how to start your flesh? You got to get saved. And next, you got to rely. Rely on the Spirit of God. That's S. Sa- uh, get saved and rely on the Spirit of God. Oh, oh, oh. We still on S. We still on S. We still on S. <laughs> In my own strength, I am incapable. Without the Holy Spirit, I can't be a husband. There's no way. There's no way, there's no way, no how. There's no way without the Spirit of God. I'm talking about moment by moment relying on Him. That I'm being led by Him to starve my flesh. Let's keep going. T, how to starve your flesh and feed your spirit. You got to think through the consequences of each sin. Little sin, big sin, same sin. In the eyes of God, a white lie is just as bad as murder. God sees sin the same. Now, each sin may have different consequences determining on the situation. But we have to learn, okay, in order for me to starve my flesh, I got to say, okay, I am tempted to do X. What is consequence one if I do X? What's consequence two if I do X? What's consequence three? You got to think three moves beyond the sin to win. Because the trap the devil never lays in the first move. He's a chess player. He knows if I get you in the first move, I got you connected through appetite. The second move is how can I get you comfortable with the appetite? The third move is now you're trapped in the cycle of that appetite. So he knows I'm not going to come with no horns. I'm not going to come with no pinch fork. I'm not going to come all devilish. I'm going to come like an angel. Did God really say doing this is really wrong? The first thing the devil always does in your mind is have you question what God says and question who he is. And if you barely know who he is, you will fall for his traps every time. So, every time you feel like sinning, get a sheet of paper, quickly get your phone and type in, If I do this, what will happen? And the issue for many of us, the devil loves for us to be in sin without getting caught initially. Because if you get caught the first time, you might change. But the more you get comfortable with the sin and you look up to heaven, well, God ain't struck me down? Okay, God must be cool with this then. That's when we abuse his grace. Now, let's keep going. Hey. How to starve your flesh? You got to always stay aware of God's omnipresence. Hey, stay aware of his omnipresence. He's everywhere. From the staff down to the children. If Pastor good walk in here by butt, get tight. Because of who he represents, we start acting better. Yo, dad, if you, if your, if the one, whichever parent you fear the most comes in this right now, you tighten up. That's disrespectful to a God that's everywhere. He says you have more respect for PG you got more respect for your mom and dad but you sin openly before me every day but the beautiful thing about God's omnipresence is that it's not there to tally your sins it's there to enable you to actually win it's there to say hey fam nah let's go this way nah I don't do that fam let's go this way no let's go through the back door woo, 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 woo. every time I'm in the restaurant I know every exit I know every, every exit <laughs> every time I'm in church, I, my wife, because my wife gets lost in worship, fam. You know, and I'll be looking at the security at the church. I'm like, why are y'all so lost in worship, fam? We ain't supposed to be worshiping. <laughs> we supposed to, no, just, no, I'm sorry. But what I'm saying is, is that every time I go out there, I know every exit door, because my, my, my wife ain't going to pay. I know how to do, whoop, whoop, get her head in the headlock. Watch the door, go out, boom, boom, me in the car. We out. I'm aware of all exits, right? The same is with God. If you know, if you dine with him and, and you don't have to worry about X, he'll tell you this is the way walk you in it. How to starve your flesh or renew your thinking. You got to change the way you think about things. You got to change the way you think about yourself. The reason why a lot of us sin is because we don't like ourselves within. The reason why a lot of us sin because we don't see ourselves as valuable. The reason why we fall into stuff because we get depressed and we feel alone. You got to renew your thinking and change the way you think about yourself and the way you think about life. Next T, you got to embrace. Next R, you got to embrace the righteousness of Jesus. We have to embrace the righteousness of Jesus. Now, what does that mean? The righteous, embrace the righteousness of Jesus. Still, we still in R. We still in R. We still We won't be there for a minute. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When Jesus died on the cross, He took my sin. Your sin. Everybody's sin. His payment for sin was for everybody who chooses. That means he said, I paid for the the valet. (laughs) I paid for the parking. I paid for the hors d'oeuvres. I paid for the first meal. I paid for the dessert. I paid for the whole experience. If you decide to come to me. He took all my sin and what he gave me was his righteousness. That's an unfair trade. Meaning that when I stand before God, because he sees Jesus' blood on me, he then accepts me. Who remembers uh, Moses and them? <laughs> before they came out of Egypt, what happened? They put what on the doorpost? Blood. blood. It didn't matter if it was a man who cheated on his wife in that house. It don't matter if there was a gay man that house. Now listen to me theologically, be spiritual. It don't matter who was in that house. If there was blood on that doorpost, the death angel passed. That doesn't mean you keep sinning. It just means that's the grace and mercy of God. That he knows that you. If you allow him, He's working you out of that sin. He's working you out of. Because of his acceptance. You being accepted by him. So when I know that I'm accepted by God. There's been times where I messed up. Then I had to preach in five minutes. And the power was still there. Because I knew. I know and who I am. That I know that because of Jesus' righteousness on my life. I don't have to worry about shame. Guilt. Condemnation. With God, you don't got to worry about that. Now, there should be some remorse for your sin Then you should feel bad. If you don't feel bad about it, fam, then you're in a bad state. So you're going to feel bad about your sin, but that doesn't mean you should be condemned and feel bad about it. Because God's like, no, fam, let's keep it moving. And you got to remove, next are all opportunities to sin. Same R, same, R, same words, yep. You got to remove all opportunities, meaning, hey, fam, the Bible says if your left, if your right eye offend you, cut it off. Now, this is metaphor, <laughs> don't go out to get no sis talking about, you know, it's metaphor saying that whatever your eyes look upon and it calls you sin, you got to throw that away. If that means you got to go get a Nokia, <laughs> if that means you got to go get a flip phone, if that means you got to go get an Obama phone, if that means you can't get no Internet access to your phone then so be it. I'd rather go all the way down to where I can only make a call on my phone than to have all this access that helps me sin. If I do, let me tell you something. I don't care who you is to me. I do not care who you are. If you cause me to stumble, gone. I'm no longer your friend. I will leave without a trace. <laughs> I'll still be loving and kind, but that's just how it is, fam. Because I don't have time to be around someone that causes me to sin. I got to remove all opportunities. You got to be extreme to succeed. V, let me get done because I'm almost, I got to get out of here. V, renew your vision. We in V's now starve. S T A R V E. V, renew your vision. Get a vision of your life. My wife wants a big house, y'all. My wife wants a nice house. She wants land. She wants a lot of things, right? So as a husband, every day I wake up. <laughs> Life is about having something that gets you out of bed every day. Right now, she's still asleep. <clears throat> I guarantee it. She's off today. She's still asleep. Probably just got off the prayer call and fell asleep. Be on the prayer call again at 12, so she's probably asleep. But last time I only had three hours sleep because I'm thinking about what my wife wants. I'm thinking about what God wants to birth through me as far as a revival in this land. I, I see the vision. That keeps me from sinning. I starve to sin because I see the vision. If you don't have a clear-cut vision on why God created you, then you're going to stumble into sin. Next V, you got to see yourself as valuable. And for those who don't, you know, you just want to listen, you don't really want to write everything down, I'll make sure you get a copy of these notes. I'll make sure I email it to you, I'll get it, I'll get it to you. You got to see yourself as valuable. I haven't had a honey bun in years. Now, I had a carrot cake yesterday. Now, the Lord said... That's different, that's different. it got some vegetables in it. And I got it from Whole Foods. You know what I'm saying? But, but them tasty honey buns, because those honey buns contributed to it, <laughs> that's bad, contributed to me gaining, I was 305 pounds at one time. Yeah, I'm about, I ain't gonna tell you what I am mean. now. I'm still working. But I'm not 300. Don't close. No, we close to 300. I'll tell you, I'm 270, two 265. Anyway. But still light on my feet now. You know what I'm saying? I'm still, <laughs> I still I still get in the paint now. But I haven't been I don't care. I don't care if there's a gas station. I don't care if there's a 7-Eleven right here. I don't remember the last time I pumped gas at a 7-Eleven. Because they got my favorite honey buns. <laughs> I completely shut myself down to those honey buns. <laughs> Because I knew I remember What they put me through Right So now I say You know what I won't even go to a 7-Eleven I'll pray all in tongues The Holy Ghost fuel My mom would say My mom would try She'd pray Holy Ghost fuel be past eat, And she praying in tongues i said why you praying in tongues We don't eat baby <laughs> Anyway y'all don't know that struggle But anyway E. last point Enjoy God Enjoy God Enjoy God man That's how you start sin In your life You enjoy him You find joy in him There'll be times, man, my wife be having a firm grip on my hand sometime and I had to, to slide it out like that. And I'll go downstairs and I'll spend time with God for hours. All my ideas, man, I got 50 book ideas right now from my time with him. Ten card games, two board games. I got strategies and concepts, ideas, witty inventions. right now, in my life right now. That time with him is valuable. I enjoy time with him to the point to where my wife has to say, oh, my bad, my bad. That's just how good he is to me. I enjoy his company. Because I know every time I spend time with him, man, like, Harmony you don't got to tell me who your closest friend is, but your closest friend holds your what? Dearest secrets, right? Yep. The closer you get to a person, the more you divulge to that person. That's why God probably ain't talked to some of y'all. Y'all made make no time for him. But the closer you get to him and you just sit there and say, God, I just love your company. He'll tell you some things. He'll tell you, hey, man, if you do this, you invest in this, you'll be rich by, let's say, 12 months. <laughs> God, God will simply be like, oh, you want me? You know what God does? The issue is we want his hand, but we don't want his heart. So you know what God does? He says, you know what? This is what you want. You know what he does? He put it right behind his heart. He says, if you want this out of my hand, you got to love me for who I am. God ain't someone you can pimp. He ain't someone you can play with. He ain't a genie in a bottle. He's the almighty God who says, I care about your ability to steward things. Your tears can't move him because he knows everything about you. Next, you got to engage the day he has made for you. That's how you start saying, this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. You can't be idle. You can't be bored any day. Boredom is a devil's playground. Idle time leads to an idle mind. Idle mind leads to idle hands. Idle hands leads to idle worship. So when you have idle time, you're going to fall into some sin. Sometimes, man, when I was young, I I fell asleep before I sinned. (coughs) I was so tired. (coughs) I fell asleep. (laughs) I learned through that principle of the more I engaged that day, the more I was glad in it, the more I engaged God, I ain't really had time to do it. About time even sin crept in my devil. Like, all right, she sleep again. She sleep again. The spirit diet real quick and I'm done. Oh, 39 minutes. I'm sorry y'all. Real quick. The spirit diet, D.I.E.T. Devotion to God. Devote time to God. In order to feed your spirit, you got to devote to you got to go to his table every day and eat. You got to devote. Devote time with him. That's what feeds your spirit. That's a spiritual diet. Devote time. Say I'm going to make time for God right now. As often as I can. I. You got to learn how to interpret the scriptures. Like Alex said, you got to learn how to inquire, which means to pray to God. And you got to get involved with people who are serious about God. That's how you feed your spirit. Learn how to interpret the word of God. Don't just be a reader of the word, be a doer. Learn how to interpret it. Inquire of the Lord. That's how you feed your spirit. Inquire means pray to him, talk to him, inquire about him, about his character, inquire about him, about who you are. Inquire. And get involved with people that's serious about God. And some of the people who say they're serious about God are probably the main reasons why people are far from God because they're hypocrites. E, you gotta engage your purpose. That's how you feed your spirit. Jesus, when they came back, Jesus was talking to a woman at the well. The, this, the uh, disciples came up to him, was like, because he was talking to a woman, and back in the Bible days, no teacher was talking to no woman. And the disciples knew what type of woman she was, and they was like, "Yo, fam, why Jesus talking to this woman? What, what she? You know what I mean?" But after that, they was like, "You know, well, do you want something to eat, Jesus? Do you want, you know, the two piece and three sides and, and, a, and a cinnamon biscuit? Do you want that?" Jesus then said, "I have food you know not of. For my food, what feeds me is to do the will of the Lord, to do the will of the Father." So, engaging your purpose helps you feed your spirit. And you got to eliminate all bad connections. Last but not least, T, how to feed your spirit, man, you got to be thankful. Thankfulness feeds your spirit because you have the right perspective. When you're in a tough situation right now, you can say, you know what, I am thankful that God allowed me to live. That feeds your spirit because now you have motivation. How to start, refresh, get saved, rely on the Spirit of God. T, think through consequences of each sin. A, stay aware of God's omnipresence. R, renew your thinking, embrace the righteousness of Jesus, and remove all opportunities of sin. V, renew your vision and see yourself as valuable. E, enjoy God and engage the day he, he has made for you. How to, what's the Spirit, diet, devotion to God. Interpret, inquire, and get involved. Engage and eliminate all bad foods. Engage your purpose and eliminate all bad foods and be thankful. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this opportunity. I pray this word fell on good ground. I pray this becomes an unforgettable word, a word that changes them, a word that challenges them, a word that will help them to resist sin and to persist to win. Right now, if there's anybody in this room that's like, yo, Josh, I think I'm saved, but I, that's all I know is that I think, but I'm not 150% sure that I am saved. Raise your hand now. Raise them high so I can know you. If someone can make sure we see everybody, got me, Miss Farr? Okay. If you're in this room, I'm gonna get one more time. If you're in this room, that's about eight people. If you're in this room right now and you like, fam, Mr. Azzy, I do not know that I am saved. I have been in the church since I was born. I've been with God since I was 10. I've been walking with Him, but I don't know that if I die today, that my Heavenly Father will have tears in his, eye, in his eyes saying, welcome home. Raise your hand. Let's say this prayer out loud. Everyone, please. Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father I, am a I am a sinner. There is no good in me. There is no good in me. I, need I need you. I welcome your spirit inside of me. Inside of me. Save me. Renew me. Renew me. Change me. Change me. Help, me to feed my self. Help me to feed my renewed self. I love you, Father. Love you, Father. Amen. Amen. Each person.